loosely attached returns and on deck. Easily one of the funniest things that has ever happened in the midst of a podcast episode. <laughs> literally just finished, just happened. We just finished recording the episode. You literally have to listen to the end. I'm, I'm not just saying this. I do not give a fuck who plays this, how many numbers. None of it matters. For the betterment of yourself, listen to the end of this podcast. I'm begging you. There is a live and in person, as it's happening, fight with a female in Logan's in Logan's phone on this show. That's the best way I can word it. I, I do not know how this came to this point. Some might call it timely for content. I don't know, but you just the have stars, to hear it. The stars have aligned. The stars have aligned. You can hear <clears throat> it in the sound. We've got new gear. We talk about what we've been doing for the past couple months. Logan's growth. A bit about my growth, which is still yet, I think, in the process. And, you know, I think somewhere in the middle there, we started talking about generations and all types of... There is so much in this episode that you just absolutely have to listen to. I'm I'm telling you, like, the final 30 seconds, final minute of this podcast is legitimately fucking nuts. You have to listen. Thanks so much for being here. We'll see you in there. <laughs> It feels really, really good to be back behind the mic. Another two months went by. Exactly. You know, another two months. On the dot. Yeah, literally. literally exactly two months. And, you know, no episodes in. There's a whole lot of reasons why. Like, the, the crazy part of it is, like, it was just genuinely, like, in the last episode, we're talking about how, like, we hit this point of, like, we were so, like, we were so high. Like, we were feeling so good. And then... Like, it took, like, another dip, I think. And it was literally to the point where there was, at least, like, on my part, like, no motivation to do anything. And, you know, um, had another transition in work. And, you know, you've been having hella transitions as well, as well as a new realization on what you want to get into. And, you know, this, this, this journal that we've been putting together, this idea that we need to document what we've been doing is something that kind of took a back seat and you know we again and again told ourselves like we need to we need to find a way to implement that into this like stressful time where we're not and then just when it seemed like motivation was never going to come amazon comes through and takes care of us and instead of just getting one mic like i bought a mic because i'm doing shows with it and then instead of just sending us one, they sent us several. And now we're looking at this like, okay, like we have no other choice. Like we, we have to do this. We, ha we actually have three now. We have two on camera and then we have one for a guest. So yeah. the guests are coming. And, and look, like before you say, oh, like you stole from Amazon, uh, two things. First off, Amazon's got more money than God. And second, and most importantly, Amazon customer support told me that I could. So my hands are wiped clean. We probably could have, we probably could have like figured out a way to get more and that would have been wrong. So we stopped when we were ahead. Um, before we go any further, I want to try this. I said that, I said that I was going to try these on the podcast. We got a little, some type of Asian soda. I don't want to. Vietnamese. Vietnamese. Yep. Uh, none of it's in English. None of the ingredients, nothing. I don't even know what flavor it is, but I guess lemon lime just based off of the, the label. And then I got another one that looks like a cherry. So here we go. I don't even know what type of flavor that this liquid is. is so that liquid is green. It's, it's not bad. It's like um, that's terrible. You don't like it? No. I think it's dope. This it's is like cool. a. You ever had like a melted Jolly Rancher? Yeah. That's what it tastes like. It's like a melted stale Jolly Rancher. <laughs> no, it's good. I fuck with it. All right. Four out of ten. Four out of ten on that. I give it a four. Fuck, man. I don't know. That's not so bad. I kind of like it. Let's get into it, man. There, there's, there's so much to, there's so much to jump into, and there's so much that I think needs discussed. But let's, let's start with your growth first, because I think that, 
<clears throat> I I think that my my growth was, you know, like a like kind of like downward in motivation, upward in I think like the way my life was going. And mm-hmm. weirdly enough, the two kind of coincided. Yours has been I think like a strong peak upward since yeah. our last show. Um, it I. <sighs> I wouldn't say there was really any dips. I think it's just been a lot of soul searching. And, you know, naturally in life, like nothing's always going to stay high. Like there's there's highs and there's lows. And it's a matter of how you handle both. Um, really, it's just been, well, let, let's back it up. Because if I'm not mistaken, we left off right before the give back, right? Right before the give back. Right we were before. Talking about it. So the give back happened. Um, we fed probably, what, at least... A hundred families, at least, yeah. at least a hundred families. We gave back toys to anyone who wanted them. Uh, huge success, major three one five victory. Yeah, um, probably the coolest thing I've ever done in my life. Like that's something. That's a core memory. Um, that goes on, and we're still working with the Quiet Kid Foundation. I want to do some kind of give back again. I want to do some kind of charity work there. But aside from that, I'm also working on my personal life. So. Um, in doing that, I've done a lot of soul searching of really like appreciating being alone because I think I was in a, a state of where like I constantly wanted to feel people around me. And I, and that's not a bad thing, you know, to have people that care about you and surround you. But you're a whole different animal when you're good by being alone. And I think that's what it comes down to is just I'm now appreciative of being alone. So with that journey, um, I'm actually going to be leaving Pensacola and moving. Big announcement. <laughs> yep. I'm going to be leaving Pensacola, going off strictly by my loan to one of four major cities. Um, I don't want to name drop the cities yet just because I don't know which one I'm going to go to. The, and, the city uh, announcement will come. We'll have yep. hats. Yep. We'll have that. Like just like <laughs> Extremely blessed and grateful to be <laughs> announcing my, my scholarship to my next city, Bangkok. Yep. No, it, it'll... That's not one of them. It'll be somewhere out there. But uh, I'm, I'm pursuing flight school now. So I think I really, that's, that's one of the biggest things that I've learned in soul searching is that I had to really think about, aside from passion and work, what is a career that I would enjoy doing and travel full time and, you know, high pay. I'm going to pursue flight school and become a pilot. Well, that was, I think that's the biggest, the biggest, like, active change in your life as you completely switched career paths. Yeah, I was, and I was in pretty much pre-med going into med school. Yeah, you're going into med school. And so instead of becoming a doctor or, you know, taking that medical route now, you're thinking of flying. And I think that's a, it's so important. Let me actually point out what you said before. The, the idea of being alone as a young person, I think is so terrifying. I think that the the constant need to be around someone, whether it be your friends, your family, a girlfriend, boyfriend, is so huge in a young person's life. And it took me a really, really long time to realize that I could be happy by myself. I mm-hmm. don't think that I was able to even do that until this past summer. You know, I'm dating a girl for over two years and that goes and... I was like, okay, like I've lived this huge growth period of my life by myself. And now I have to figure out how to kind of like move on from that. Mm -hmm. And that was, I think the moment where I was like, wow, like I really, I really am just happy. And, And it didn't take anyone to do that. And it's, and it's crazy how that works because then, you know, so many blessings came after that for me. Yeah. And it was a result of the fact that I had just become genuinely confident in myself without anyone else, you know, kind of aiding that. And you are experiencing that as well. Like you have spent, I mean, and and you're 20. So at 20, spending your younger years, I mean, what, 17 and on? Yeah. Pretty much always in relationships and always you know, around friends, with a sport, with your family, whatever, and then moving away from home, being by yourself for most of the fall, and you are currently doing some growing as well, which is, in it's exactly how it should be. It's yeah. natural. And 
you know, the time that you spend alone, you should be spending trying to benefit yourself. Because then when someone else comes along who matters to you, you're going to be a version of yourself that is truly and genuinely good. And that's the, that's the spot that I find myself in. Like, I'm, you know, genuinely in this, you know, extremely good relationship. And, you know, I'm able to fully um, be myself and give myself to that person. That's insane growth. Yeah. Insane growth. And it's, it's, it's huge to do. Now, as far as your career change goes, you're doing something that I think a lot of young people are doing as well. It's really, really uncommon to, well, I don't want to say it's uncommon, but I guess I should say that it's not uncommon to change your career. Yeah. Like you go into college and going in as one thing and coming out as another is growth. Yeah. And, and I think that there is and, and I, I want to stop this. I think that there is a huge stigma around changing majors and changing careers and people are afraid to do it because they don't want others around them to realize or to think that they don't have it together. I would argue the complete opposite. I think that if you are a grown up and if you're adult enough to change your career path in the middle of it, at a young age when you really don't have anything together, you barely have two pennies to rub together and then you're able to say, okay, I don't want to be a doctor, I want to be a pilot. That shows insane maturity. Yeah. And I've seen people do it before. I did it. I changed my major twice. I was three different majors in college and finally settled on one that I liked and I think that there was so many other people that I was around in college that did the same exact thing and people always kind of looked at it negatively. Well, the reason in doing that is because you're at an age to where you're constantly growing. You, there's no way to know what you want to do if you're constantly changing who you are. Right. And you're not changing in a sense of like your morals. You're just realizing who you are through via growth. And the older you get, the more you change and the more you, you learn and the more you know. And that makes you feel differently about different things. So you may grow up, you know, ninth grade to 12th grade wanting to be a doctor because you... You know, your parents say it or you see it on TV, you want the money, et cetera, et cetera. But as you learn and as you see what it is you are truly passionate about, that doctor image doesn't really fit who you are. And that's fine. And you could be a pilot, you could be a dishwasher, you could be a truck driver, whatever it is that it feels for you, that's, that's your path. And you may find that in a year, you may find that in 10 years. That's the beauty of life. You're constantly learning and growing about yourself and other people that you surround yourself with. The bottom line is that change is good. I think that if you're not constantly changing, whether it be big or small changes, then you aren't trying to grow. Yeah. You should not be the same person. And at our age, when we're trying to figure out who we are, hell yeah, our ideas of what we want to do are going to change. And in a lot of different countries, it's actually not like that. Like Brazil specifically, you go into one major, no matter how far you are into it, you have to start from scratch on your new one and you have to take placement tests to, to change. And I think that has to pressure those people a lot to stay in what they're doing mm -hmm. for all time. And I don't like that. I think that the United States gives you a really good, a really good chance to change whenever you're ready to. Maybe with a setback of a semester or two, but you already pay so much for college that what's the point? Yeah. And you know, let's take it. Let's take it on something different than college. I mean, you're you're in a trade or you're in some other career and you're tired of it. Move along. Our tattoo artist is a, a prime example of this. Alec. He is you know working on boats and he went to school to to you know work on you know like the mechanics of boats. And he's like, oh, yeah, like I'm working on the electronics of boats and I'm not interested in this. So like I actually want to lean more into tattooing. Shout out Alec. He is the fucking goat. Fucking shout out to Alec. He's got us. He's got us. Dude, right. I, I walked into his shop, what, a month ago, a baby. And now I'm multiplying every day. Yeah, literally. This dude's like damn near like half <laughs> sleep is, out in a yeah, month. It's number 14 today. Yeah. In a month. It's insane. And it's so funny because, you know, the first tattoo, well, it's been two months because the first mm. tattoo that we got was right before we filmed the 315 episode because we yeah. were talking about it then. And so your your first one is the 315 on your leg. And it was like, it was. it's just always like hilarious. You know, you have no idea what's going on in your first tattoo. Like you're 
unsure of how it's going to feel or what you're going to think. And then like 10 times out of 10, people are like, oh, I'll get, I'll get at least one more or it wasn't that bad. And that lived, that led to me literally sleeving out my entire left arm, starting on my right. And you know, I mean, they're still healing like the skin around. It's still fucking red. Like shit looks kind of gruesome right now. Alex line work is out of this world. Dude's good. It's insane. Tattoos are interesting, man, because there's such a, I think there's such a problem. They're like they're like pit bulls. They're exactly like pit yeah. bulls, yeah. Like, you know, there's so many different types of tattoos that you can get. And like a huge term in the industry like that artists use is prison tats. Mm-hmm. And it's like a very real thing. Like there's some people who just have shitty tattoos that they probably got in jail. Or, you know, not maybe not even from jail, but just by some idiot with a tattoo gun. Yep. And then there's pros. And you just, you got to know. Like you got to... Do your research and you got to talk to your artist before you do it. Look at his portfolio and then you might have something that's good. The point is you can be a professional and you can have tattoos. Deal with it. I don't I don't even listen to the argument for otherwise unless you're talking about like it's on your face or you know like very visible. Like if I just said like um like fuck you underneath each eye. Like yeah, like I would understand why you would maybe have a bit of a different perspective of me. But like if I've got like a rose on my arm, like I don't see how that should change the I, way that I'm seen in the workplace. I think it's just a matter of generations always are going to like bicker. No doubt. Like if we're now in a generation where if we have kids, we're going to disagree with them just like our parents or most people's parents disagree with rap music or tattoos and just like their parents before them disagreed with rock and roll etc etc it's just a constant cycle Mm -hmm. and you know tattoos are now by the time you know by the time we become of age to be like elders there's going to be presidents with sleeves just it's just the way (laughs) like that's the way society's going to go it's just it's going to happen if i see a fucking president with a sleeve i'm going to be absolutely (laughs) pumped it's a matter of time can you imagine though? Because like, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a big time politician without a suit on. Like, imagine if you see, you know, the president in two thousand thirty-five. We'll say two thousand forty. Make it even what twenty some almost less than a little less than twenty years from now. Like that guy may or may not be our age, but you know we're gonna see him. I don't know, like at the beach with his family or hooping, and he's gonna be just yeah, sleeved out with something. Bro, nasty. he's gonna have AirPods and listening to Kanye and Drake. Like that's gonna be his. That's his culture, right? It's just a matter, of, bro. There's gonna be days where you go to like old school bars, and they're they're. We were talking about this, this the other day. They're gonna be playing like God's Plan, yeah. and, and the kids, and they're gonna be, like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, like, turn this shit off. Exactly. Remember, it's it's just a matter of just like walking into an old bar today. Yeah, I've got a hard time. I got a hard time coming to terms with the fact that I, I at some point will be an old head that no one respects or listens to, and they're gonna be like, "Fuck this guy." I know it's coming. I just am not ready for it at all. And you know, again, like that's part of growing. But I think what's even more insane to me is the thought that our generation is at some point going to be the one that's largely in control, and how much that's going to help or hurt us. Dude, we're fucked. I don't know. I think that it's going to I think that it's going to help in a lot of ways because I noticed that our generation for the most part with the exception of some is extremely progressive thinking and they're very like accepting and 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 kind. Like we actually are like almost famous for that. Like a lot of people our age are kind to the point that they don't even speak their mind, which I think is you know, maybe extreme. Like obviously, yeah, like feel free enough to speak your opinion, but dude, the generation above us is rude. Like, I think, I think not, I, I'm not trying to generalize, but I think that there is a lot more people in our generation who are focused on helping and changing the world to make it a better place. So when these people get in power, it actually might help us a whole lot. It might turn things in a direction that is positive. I, I can agree with that. Um, my only concern is that there I feel like it's almost to a point of like too nice, like you said, like, and again, this is just my opinion, but like cancel culture, for an example, like I think that's overboard. Like you can't even make a joke anymore without literally being canceled. And like some jokes do go too far. I I get it. But like there's certain things like cod lobbies, for example, I think cod lobbies are fucking hilarious. Yeah. If If you were to throw somebody and like clip that today, 
your Instagram would be shut off, your account would be banned, your phone number would be blocked. I think that the one really good thing about our generation that should stick is that we are <laughs> extremely unwilling to tolerate hatred towards others. I think that there is a fine line with jokes where like if you're if you're hating this person or you're belittling them for the joke. Yeah. I think that that is something that has never really been called out before and it's starting to get called a lot, which is good. But yeah, like there is definitely a point where like let's let's be funny. Yeah, let's that, take a that breath. Good. Like, it's I, taking things too seriously. That's exactly. that's the problem. I think that it's really really easy for people to get too uptight and to take offense to things that aren't necessarily offensive, but it's because it's being mixed in with things that actually are offensive. And if it is, then obviously it should be stopped. But not everything's offensive. Exactly. That's and, the point. And I think like sometimes like you can crack there's jokes like dark humor that can go. To some people it's funny, to some people it's not. But if you're cracking a joke with people who think that joke is funny and then someone else doesn't think it's funny, they weren't a part of that joke to begin with. So yeah. who are they to like get offended? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was never even targeted at you. You just happened to see a clip of it on Instagram. Like, fuck off. Just keep scrolling. Another another big reason why I think this is a thing is because there is a huge hyper fixation on public image in our generation, which is entirely controlled by social media and how we look for others to see. And so, like, you don't want to be the butt of the joke because it makes you look bad. And, I mean, we see this with the highest level of fame. Like, no one wants to be the butt of the joke. Guess what? Sometimes you have to be. I've been many times. And, like, I'll always go on record as saying, like, whatever it is that I say, like, if I say it, like, I'm gonna, I, I could get made fun of it. You know, made fun of for it. And that's, that's the fact of the matter. You gotta be okay with that. And, you know, as our generation kind of comes into positions of power, that's gonna become really interesting as well. Like, what is it going to be like when we have, I don't know, like presidents like putting up selfies in the mirror? Like at what point do we stop doing shit like that? Like when do we become too old to like dance in front of a camera for TikTok? Or when do we become too old to like, I don't know, put up a selfie of ourselves where like it's like, you know, like why the fuck is this person posting this? And this is, a, this is at the juncture where I will say... I cannot post selfies of myself without the entire world falling apart. <laughs> I literally get fucking roasted every single time I put a selfie of myself on Snapchat, Instagram, and it's my closest friends doing it. Nick Stimpert's a prime example. If I put a selfie up tonight, he would slide up within five minutes and say, please take this shit down. You look <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> and this is a prime example of a joke that like people may find offensive, but like that's actually pretty funny mm -hmm. to me. Like I think it's hilarious. But there's some people who can just get away with it. Like, he's the guy who posts selfies all the time. Logan, you do it. Like, the people do it, and it's fine. But then when I do it, it's like, oh, fuck him. <laughs> I don't get it. And, and, but I'm fine with that as well. I just can't wait to see the generation where, I mean, it, it may not even be just, like, politicians, but we're talking, like, I mean, a lot of, a lot of like, high-profile athletes and singers are doing it. Granted, they're younger, but... I mean, a, a huge part of like generations is already putting their entire life just like fully on blast, and I want to know at what point that becomes too much. I don't, I don't think you ever outgrow it, and here's what I mean by that: like, there you there you have two routes as you grow or as you get older. You either stay with what was trendy, like in your prime, or you keep growing and doing what's trendy. As time goes on. And you adapt. So you have like, you know, the Facebook moms who take selfies with two hands still and they're what, 50, 60? Yeah. And then you have the same... Are like, two hand selfies bad, by the way? Is that a thing? Leave a comment. Let us know. I, I, I didn't know that was a thing, but I actually... I'm talking like if you see like a, a mom on Facebook, like she's never taken a selfie like this. It's always two hands. Like they this. do. The moms do have really bad angles with selfies. And I will it's say always that. up like this. Always up shooting yep. down, which I've been told by my girlfriend is a super bad thing to do. She's like, no, no, no. Don't fucking do it like that. <laughs> I'm just taking the picture. So maybe I'm in the same generation as the Facebook maybe. moms. I, I'm willing to. Maybe that's why I get fucking torn apart every You're time I take a selfie. You're just posting two two hand selfies. There that's why. <laughs> Shit. But um, 
or you have like the 60 year old guys who like drive their motorcycles and are sleeved out and listen to rock and roll like at that at their time like that was their tiktok you know what I mean? Like you are right. That was their TikTok. Like, get a bike, get sleeved out, go to the bar, because there was no social media. So yeah. as as we get older, you're gonna have you know the old heads who are like, oh fuck the younger generation. I'm gonna stay on TikTok, and then yeah. you're gonna have the younger like people like probably me and you who are gonna just keep fucking adapting. Like I'm gonna no doubt, I hope so. no fucking doubt, I'm gonna be 50 years old like playing VR with my kids, 100. percent Like I'm gonna be like destroying them in COD. I already know. I I hope so. 100%. I mean, this is also the generation that is like first growing up with video games. So like, I am excited to share video games with my kid. There's no doubt. I bro, we were born at the perfect time. We got to experience right before like yes. the big change. Yes, and we're getting to experience everything after. And then we're also kind of in a big change now too. Just kind of as you know, this past two years of coronavirus have changed the country. Like we are in. The perfect spot, I think, to really continue to adapt as things move forward. You're right. The The people younger than us have always grown up with technology. The people older than us are s- actually really struggling to catch up with it, but are doing decently, I'd say. And we're the sweet spot right in the middle where we remember touching grass as a kid. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> you know? What I'm about to say should give everyone listening goosebumps. We are the last... Everyone listening also... We are the last people who will know what it's like to genuinely play outside. That's the, that's the truth. We are the last generation to truly like have those Nerf wars, play uh, flag football. Like it's, it's not the same. Like if kids were to go outside today and play like Nerf guns, it's not the same as what we did because they have phones in their pocket. That's true. It's not the same. That's true. Even though they will go outside, like obviously I would be fucking frightened if it became like kids don't go outside anymore. It's just not the same. But you're right. Yeah, like phones will always be a thing. And, you know, it also puts a ton of pressure on kids. And this, I think, is actually really, like, widely talked about. But, you know, there's so much pressure on kids to, like, constantly be perfect and grow up, I don't know, always looking a lot older than they are or having to act a lot older than they are because they're under the gun constantly. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, we got away with a ton of fucked up shit. Like, I'm not going to lie. I think about growing up, like, there's a lot of stuff that I did that, like, were it to be on social media, I would never be able to find a job, and rightfully. Like, and that's growing up. Like, I I literally dare you to call me on the fact that I'm a scumbag because I did shit that was fucked up as a kid. Because, like, everyone did stuff where they're like, oh, like, I definitely shouldn't have done that. It's called making mistakes. And the fact that kids can't do that without being scrutinized now is scary. Bro, I have so many like childhood stories of just us just doing fuckery. Yeah. Like just any anything from like theft to like throwing rotten apples at the wall in, in school. Like just <laughs> just being mischievous and I wouldn't change any of it. Being bad. Yeah. Really. You were bad as in school <laughs> as a kid. From what I'm told. It was I, mean, I I didn't know you until, you know, a year and a half ago, but I mean, that's the point, though. Like, it's it's so it's gonna be so hard for kids to grow that way. And I mean, I guess that I guess we'll see. I mean, we're the ones that are gonna have to like look after them as they grow up. And, and you know, it's not gonna be long before I start making back in my day speeches. I know. Yeah. It. I already feel like I should be. <laughs> I'm struggling not to I right get, now. I get back in my day speeches every day from my grandpa. You hear him. That dude's a fucking legend too. I shout out to shout out. he will he will listen yep. to the episode. He will watch it all the way through. So if you're shout listening out this John far, Sinclair. Yeah, shout out Logan's grandpa. Guy is an actual living legend in the flesh. Look and at this. We won't show the uh, crazy girl. Oh, perfect. She the, let's bring it up. She just messaged. She wants to come over, guys. Okay, we're gonna have a live. We're gonna have a live situation here. Let's let's hash this out right here on the pod. Okay, this is insane. I'm I'm just gonna be honest with the audience. I'm I'm back in the dating field, right? He's back um, in the game. I'm back in the game. I, I've met a really good girl. You know, she knows who she is. We won't name drop yet. Luke knows who she is, right? I love her. Yep. Shout out to she you. She knows who she is. Shout out to you. She's Pri- prior person. to her, you know, you you date. That's what you do when you get older. Um, unfortunately I chose the date on a wasteland of an app called Tinder. 
Um, <laughs> sh- shout out, shout out Tinder. Though. Shout out Tinder. Not by the way, met my met my girlfriend on Tinder. Love the woman. Big shout out Ren. <sighs> oh the, my. Tinder's a great app. This, it did exactly what I needed. I'm it trying like not to talk about this until I give them background, but I know what's going on in your head because this is fucking psycho. Yeah, this anyway, shit's insane. All right, let's start from the beginning. <laughs> I match with a girl on Tinder, and we go not even on a date. Um, Luca's nice enough to make us dinner, mm-hmm. right? So well, she okay. So she came over and like dinner was already on, and I yep. was like, I'm gonna like cut her a plate, you know. 11 p.m. at night, by the way. It's 11 Late p.m. Late dinner. Yep. She comes over. Um, she comes over and eats immediately. Me and Luke meet her in person at the exact same time. She walks through our front door. First thing out of her mouth was some sort of complaint. Some hate speech. Just hate. Yeah. It's just I don't know if it was try, like she was trying to flirt, be funny. It At first, I, I brushed it off as a joke. But as like the night went on, you could tell like she was genuinely just unhappy with herself. Well, she starts making complaint after complaint. Um, a few examples would be like my tattoos or the size of the apartment or like the fact that she lived in a better apartment, which by the way, she didn't. I went over to it and just, you know, knocking on the pool table, Cupid, Cupid's hair, everything, just everything, even the food. Like after she cleared her plate, she then complained about the food. Just psycho. Well, you know, adults do what adults do and she leaves and <clears throat> immediately I'm getting paragraph after paragraph after paragraph. And I'm like, this is insane. Like, I've known you for 12 hours. Relax. Well, I'm, I'm like, trying to be nice. I'm still, like, talking, like, brushing it off. Okay, maybe, like, whatever. We'll, we'll try it. Um, after about the seventh paragraph, after responding with one word, I was over it. So a um, few nights pass, and she invites me over to her house. I'm like, All right, what the hell? I'll try it again. And... I walk through, I shit you not, I walk through the front door before my big toe touches her carpet, immediately starts like just complaining. And have you ever been to like a Walmart and somebody's trying to give you a mask? Imagine if that person started talking to you for like 15 minutes straight about bullshit. Just straight bullshit. Like for 15 minutes, no point. No, like, questions asked. Like, you're not talking to them. They're literally just talking. I would, I would say that. I would spin zone that the other way. You're the person working at Walmart giving out masks to people, and a person who should just <laughs> walk by you stays and talks to you for 15 minutes. Boom. It's more like that. And it's different to, like, obviously communication is everything in a relationship. Like, you need to talk. But there's a difference between talking and just fucking complaining. Like, there's a, there's a huge difference. There was no point to the story, just complaining. So I, I gets to the point to where I have a headache. I'm like, look, like you're stressing me out. <laughs> Just straight up said it to <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, I was laying in her bed. I'm like, look, you're stressing me out. This is the first thing I've said in the past hour. Like, relax. She gets up, sits on the end of her bed, and she goes, how is this going to work? I didn't know we were trying to make anything work. I lost my mind. I've known you for one day. And she's like, yeah, I don't just talk to anyone. I'm like, well, obviously you do your own tender. So yeah, it's such a lie. Yeah, like I'm I'm sitting here just trying to be again, I'm being respectful. I didn't say anything rude. I was just like you're stressing me out. Relax. And she's like uh she's like, "Well, I don't know blah 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 blah, just yabber yabber." I'm like, "Look, like you're being rude because she said something about um I, I don't even know what it was. It was something about me and I was like, "That's just rude. Like why even say that?" So I'm like, "I'm just going to leave. Like if you're not going to like be normal, I'm just going to leave." And she goes, well, lose my number if you walk out the door. I said, gladly. So I'll leave, drive home. Five minutes into leaving this girl's apartment, keep in mind, I lost her number. I fucking, like, swiped away everything. Boom, get a text. Boom, get a paragraph. Boom, get another paragraph. Two-minute voice memo. Boom, get another Just text. Just lighten you up. Another, and, and Luke's seen the messages. I'm not lying. Fuck yeah, Just it's Just keeps real. going, 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 going. And then eventually, like, I'm, I finally throw a shot at it. I'm like, look, it's not easy being a business owner at 20 either. And that <laughs> fucking set her off because she gave me her whole life story about how hard it is. Known this girl for, what, two days now? Yeah. Two days. And I just get a text live on air. Literally. Haven't talked to the girl in a week probably and have left her on red every time. Can I come over? I went out and I don't feel comfy by myself here. What do I respond, chat? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Off the top of my head, 
two things. First off, we saw her. We went to the we went to the bar. Yes. Before we even get to the answer of this, we went to the bar like a week later, and and like Logan and I have gotten in the habit of going to play pool, like literally just to have some fun, like go and like play pool and and like have a good time, hit the road, and she was there, and like made it a point to reach out to Logan, and be like, hey, like. I'm here, so I just saw you. If you see me, mind your own business. I don't even know this bitch's last name. And, dude, the craziest part about that to me is if you really didn't want someone to see you, why fucking announce that you're there? So, like, I like we know exactly why she's doing what she's doing, and it's like, okay, like, this is kind of, this is kind of stupid, honestly. It, so It's stupid, but I, it, I get it if it's, like, my ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I love you, like, whatever, whatever. I was with you. You're hugging up on a guy. You're trying to make me jealous. Cool. I know this girl for one day. Yeah. I don't even know her last name. I don't care who she's with. Or who she is. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't matter. I know nothing about you. And that leads us to tonight. It is it, what, it, closing on 1 a.m. We're recording yeah, this right now. Yeah, come over. Get out of my face. Like, okay, so it's, like, very, it's very fucking evident why... You know, she struck out at the bar multiple <laughs> times and she's like, okay, it's Thursday like, too. So yeah, you already it's know she's Thursday. Out. So she's fucking out. And, you know, <laughs> she, she struck out with every guy who was there and she's like looking for her next option. And her next option is the dude that she fucking fought with after what, 48 hours? Yeah. She's like, it's bizarre. And so if it's, if it's me, I mean, we gotta fuck with her, you know. We we have to as as a podcast. All right, I'm giving Luke full control. Whatever he wants to say, he can say it. Oh shit! Luke has full control unless it gets me arrested. Okay, well, do not get me arrested. No or text is gonna get you arrested. She knows our address too, so don't have her come over okay. here. Okay, if you had to choose between a bear and a gorilla. In a fight. She opened that shit quick. She's Who peeking. do you think would win? Yeah, her fucking little like bitmoji with a crown on it peeked up, did this, and then popped back down. Immediately. Because he's typing. Um, so here's our question, guys. This is what we're sending to uh, the crazy girl. If you had to choose between a bear and a gorilla in a fight, who do you think would win? Send. Let's see how that goes. Here we go. Oh, she opened it immediately. Damn, instantaneously. If I, if I didn't, if I didn't want to leak like everyone I talked to and her name, I'd show the camera. But yeah, just trust me. This is live. Yeah, this is uh, this is <laughs> the, the, you could not possibly set this shit up. She's typing. She's typing. They're there. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, open it. Bear. Like, bear, because he may be small, but he is mighty. Should I just send her a video and just be like, how about you fuck clean off? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Guys, recording. I'm gonna send her, I'm gonna send her a video. In case you think I'm fucking bullshitting. <laughs> there it is. We can show that. All right, let me get the fucking hair right. Probably should have done that before we went on air. Hey, we're recording a podcast right now, and we honestly couldn't give two shits about if you want to come over or not, because as far as I'm concerned, the doors are locked and you've got good old Smith. And you've got good old Wesson waiting for you right here if you step in the door. What do you think? You had your chance. You blew it. <laughs> you blew oh it. Oh my God, that's insane. <laughs> By the way, for the listeners, I don't exactly have guns. Smith and Wesson, of course, are referring to my right We're saving and left that fist. video, by the way. We're saving it. Yeah, that's a funny ass <laughs> video. Oh my God, I can't believe that. Like, give me a break, dude. Come on. Like, and, and look, <clears throat> that type of behavior before the hate comes. That type of behavior is specifically meant for people who have beef with us already. Like, that, I, I would love to see somebody who's on this girl's side. I would, oh. I would love to meet that person. In fact, they've got an open seat on this podcast if they want to try and prove that girl to be right in this situation. I would love to see it because I have all the messages. I would love to. Regardless, actually, like, you can put situation aside. Like, what was said aside, I think. You can you can look at this and be like, okay, like the damage has been done, right, wrong, or indifferent. It's passed, and now it's it's one a.m. on a on a drinking night, and you want to try and say like, I just want to like, I, like I'm, like I'm in trouble. Like, come help me. Like, we don't fucking know you like that. No, it doesn't. It doesn't work like that. I wouldn't expect it to work for me with others like that. 
I would expect to be told to fuck off as well. So I think that that's I think that that's a very fair I think that's a very fair I just, assessment of what what we should have done there. I, I don't even know right. why you would text me in the first place. That shit exactly. Like that's a whole like maybe if we were on good speaking terms, I might go. Like let's assume like date number one went good. I still don't know who you are, but like maybe I go. But especially now, who, I don't even know who you are. What did what was it Michael Vela? What did he say? It's like I don't even know who you are. Yeah, <laughs> literally. It's like I don't even know you. Shout out to Michael Vela, recurring recurring guest on the show, dude. That's funny. That's all I'll say is that's funny. And that's growth, too. 315. That's, that's all I got to say. 315. Okay. Now, believe it or not, this whole thing was branched out from us talking about Logan's growth. <clears throat> I, at the same time, was going through the same exact thing. I think like growing, but like mentally I felt like I wasn't and I think that's because like I've just been like trying so hard to find like the place in my career where I feel like I'm best suited to be I feel like it's been a lot harder than I expected but I think that it's normal in the grand scheme of things and you know at at the same time like the huge the the biggest motivators for me in that time were you know Obviously, you, Logan, uh, you know, living with you through this time has like really been like one of the main reasons I stayed on track. Um, Ren, of course, really a huge help. All my friends here, Ajan, Mateus, like shout out to those guys because they've been awesome. Like, the, it felt like I wasn't doing what I should be doing because I think I've just always had a very direct purpose. Like things fell into place to the point where I didn't even have to worry about it. I was actually working on other parts of my life because it was like, it made more sense to do it at that point. But now, like, I need to, like, place myself in a purpose in my life. And that's where I find myself at right now. And, you know, it's at a place, like, as we record this, I think it's at a place where it's, it's, it's good. It's coming from, you know, the right, the right direction. And again, like, I'm just so, so happy at this point with the people that are in my life that it's, it's hard to even dwell on anything else going bad because I just don't remember any time where my personal life has been so sound and so positive for me. Like that's, that's what this city and, and what I think my current life has taught me is that like everything around you can be like not what you want it to be or you can like constantly be like trying to get better, be better. But as long as the people around you are good, you're going to stay on the right track. Yeah, that's all it is. As long as you surround yourself with good energy and you surround yourself with people who genuinely care, your best interest is always going to be at their heart. Yeah, no the doubt. The problem is people surround themselves with like comfortability. You surround yourself with people that you already know. And sometimes in life, not every like... Not even a breakup, but like even friendships. Like Sometimes there is no bad reason. People just outgrow each other. Right. And I, th- I don't think that's talked about enough. I think it should be normal to outgrow people because if you can meet somebody at 16 and like still be doing the same shit and be on the same track at 30, you did something wrong. I think so. Like you have to grow as a person and, and the odds, it, it's possible. Like I guess some people call it soulmate. I, I, I call it like luck of the draw. But I mean, if you find a soulmate, yeah, like you guys can make it work. But like real life, you're going to grow and you're going to outgrow people naturally. And I've seen that with a lot of my friends. Um, That's something that's really been bothering me too. It's like being okay and understanding that the people that you did know are going to leave one day. Mm -hmm. And I know people, again, like older than me have always said like back in my day, whatever, whatever, like they say like the people you know in high school aren't always going to be there. It's the truth. It, It may not be something that you did. You just outgrow people. Yeah. And I'm seeing a lot of my high school friends just disappear or like I'll catch myself texting them first and they won't say anything back if I don't send them a text. Yeah. Happens a lot with friends. And that's okay. If they don't want to text me first, that's fine. It's no hard feelings. It's just like I remember who they were. Yeah. And it's just weird now that 
they're just not there. That's and again, growth, man. That's part growth. of it. That's part of it. I think that the title of this episode needs to be just growth. If yeah. we haven't fucking used that title already, because we <laughs> might have. I I think that you know, outgrowing friends is an extremely normal part of life. By the way, I need to try this. I don't even know what fruit is on this. It might be a pomegranate. Might be a cherry. I, I literally don't fucking know. But you know, none of it's in English, so I have no idea. But I'm trying this one next, and let's see. This one's genuinely bad. This one's genuinely just fucking awful. It's a banger. You like that one? Yeah. No fucking this way. It's good. It tastes like um, it's like a fruity root beer. Dude, it's like licorice to me. It's got a licorice taste. You don't like it at all? I don't really. I'm gonna take a couple more I'll, like I'll taste finish sips. It. It's just good. I'll give mm. it a eight out of ten. Damn. It's like a root beer. That's you. I can't. I can't. It's bad. I mean... What do you give it? Mm, 4.7. Other one, probably 7.3. It's not bad. Yeah. It's weird. I mean, shout out to Vietnam, man. The Vietnamese <laughs> soda. Shout so, out Lamb. Shout out Lamb. Another recurring guest. He'll be back here pretty soon as well. But, man, what was I talking about? God. Outgrowing friends. I think that outgrowing friends is necessary it's happened to me the friends that i have now i don't see myself outgrowing because all of us are so hyper focused on growing together and like some of us and you know like we know like the next steps coming like we're going to move in different directions and i don't think that that even though obviously you won't be around them as much i i, I don't think that that's going to stop us from maintaining our friendships and i see a lot of that from Friends from my old life up north as well, like from college and from even before college. I mean, I could I could go on and on. Like, there's so many people from up there who I stay in close contact with. I went home for Christmas shortly after shooting the 315 episode and saw all these people from my old life, and it was awesome. It's like we, you know, we pick up right where we left off. And you know, when as you're listening to this, like you're thinking of your friends and you know who they are, where you can just see them and you pick up right where you left off, and that is value. That is growth. I think that everybody has that person and you should stick with them mm -hmm. because they're watching you grow. Even if you don't realize it, you probably do it with a lot of them too. You're watching them. This is why social media is good is you can, at, from a distance, keep an eye on them and see that they're doing well and be just silently cheering for them. Get in the practice of this because I've been doing it a lot and I really think that it's important to do with your friends you don't see them a lot. You see them doing well. Reach out to them. Hey, man, looks like you're doing really good. I, I'm glad you said that because I, I'm very proud to say, or not even proud, but like I'm very happy because I did that recently. Um, me and one of my old friends were, had beef over some stupid shit. And I reached out to him because I saw his name and we're now talking again. Yeah. And that, that's that. fucking awesome. That the is cool. That, you Again, being able to being able to put that aside and be friends, knowing like who you are now, mm -hmm. man. You know, it's just as easy. You can reconnect with some people that you may not have liked. I'm. It's hard for me to think like that because the people who have wronged me, like the list, is so little. But I just cannot possibly forget what they did. Maybe I need to stop that. Mm. I, I'm I'm willing to think about that. Speaking of um, like seeing people and reaching out to them. It also goes both ways as far as like people watching silently and hating. Yes. I, I notice that a lot. Like yes. Instagram has this feature on my, I don't know if I. Is she calling? Hello. An another one. Hello. Hey. Speaking. I am. Um, oh no, that's probably not a good idea. <laughs> I am recording a podcast. Where are you at? What? I'm recording a podcast. You at Seville? I can't hear you. Hold on. Just text me. It's calling from the bar. It's another, it's another night. Another, not the same person, by the way. Another one. Another night. That's insane. You know. The good one, the good one knows who she is. Thank you for being calm. Yeah. Thank you for being you. Thank you for being you. And the, and the rest of them, they get the just text me treatment. Just text me. That's it. I, I think that this has been an extremely good show. The, the, the weekly shows are going to continue yes. from here for sure. Before I lose my thoughts, sorry I got interrupted by abroad. But um, 
Oh yeah, you were. We yeah. can't close out. So, you were finishing a thought. Yep. So I also see like Instagram has a feature on my page where like it'll show like who views your shit, and I have like thirty to forty people every week who don't follow me but are constantly stalking my page. It doesn't tell me who you are, but just know, reach out to me. You don't have to move in silence. I'm a cool guy. If you're still watching and you don't follow, just hit the follow. I'll probably follow back. There goes our camera. Okay, so the camera overheated because it's literally a million degrees in the apartment. The AC is unfortunately not working out too well for us right now. Really needs to be fixed, and I'm talking like ASAP. But, you know, let's, let's close out on this. Let's close out on this. The people who are watching, and we're talking our stories, our Instagrams, our social media, we know you're watching because you want to be us. Get the fuck over it. Either... Start showing some fucking love or unfollow. They hate us because they ain't us. Quit fucking watching us. You they know who hate you us because they ain't us. You know who you are. They and you hate, hate us because they ain't us. You hate us, ain't us? Ain't us. They hate us because you ain't us. Ain't us. They hate us because they ain't us. Okay. <laughs> ain't us. <laughs> they hate us because they ain't us. Say it with me. They, they hate, hate us because they, they ain't us. us. <laughs> That's a fact. That I, 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 you cannot, you cannot negate. That's, a, that's a fact. That shit's fire. That shit is good. That shit's fire. Episodes are gonna be back once a week. They, yeah. they have to come back. We got too much. We got too much good equipment now. We've got little Bro, to no excuses. We're technically self-employed. We're fucking nothing but good vibes and travel. Speaking yeah. of travel, is fucking awesome. Yeah, been traveling a lot. Yeah, we'll talk about that before in the we next go. Episode. Before we go. Oh, before we go. Oh. If you're still listening, thank you. I know you've been waiting for this. Crazy girl if you, is If you typing. are still listening at this point, you get to officially weigh in. Girl. If you are still listening, you get to you get to tell us what you want us to send to this girl, yes. and we will do it. And won't matter for this situation, but we'll send it later. If no cheating, if you're still listening, leave in the comments what do you think Crazy Girl is about to say. Ready? Get your thoughts. Okay, we're going to open it. Here we go. Luke, I'm going to let you, don't read the last part, just out of respect, but you can read the rest. <laughs> don't. This is crazy. She's still typing. Don't read anything that's going to jeopardize anything. Proves the point. Hella laughing emojis in between every pause in my sentence here. Oh, she's only asking me because I'm easy. That makes a lot of sense. That's what she says. Okay. So funny. Hella laughing emojis. I'm only asking you because you're easy. Mm. Hella laughing emojis. And then I've been instructed not to say the last part, but it's, you know, for the betterment of Text the her back and say, world. why don't you learn some fucking game? If you, <laughs> if you can't pull anyone hard to get, learn some fucking game. Zero game. <laughs> <laughs> she texted back immediately, too. We will, we will uh, figure this out. We will figure this until out. Until next afterwards. time. You've got zero game. We'll see you next time. I tell my bitch I knew I needed to